Now, let's turn our attention to, of course, the budget. We've already spoken this morning uh, with CPA Gavin Ord. The New South Wales government has delivered an expansionary budget, which increases the fiscal deficit for the coming financial year. According to Australia's leading professional accounting body, CPA Australia, they say the budget includes a significant grab bag of stimulus measures which will touch all corners of the state's economy. So they've effectively given it a tick of approval. What about when it comes to social services? Let's have a chat with the CEO of New South Wales Council of Social Services, Joanna Quilty. Good morning to you, Joanna. Good morning, Mayor Marcus. Thank you very much for your time. Um, Just at first glance, what did you make of the budget yesterday? Look, it's certainly a big spending budget that's aimed at keeping the New South Wales economy growing through, you know, those major infrastructure road and rail projects and through that injection into household budgets via various voucher schemes so that we all get out there and spend. Um, so, you know, in that sense, it's, it's doing its job. I think where it really falls down, it doesn't sufficiently target those families who are really doing it tough. And it doesn't address that problem of growing inequality that we're facing in New South Wales. So, you know, now we've got more people on JobSeeker than we had um, pre-COVID. And even if you're in um, a job, but you're on a low income, you are really going to be struggling to afford rent um, to cover the costs of uh, necessities and to really just stop yourself from being homeless. You know, we all know we have an affordable housing crisis right across the state. Yeah. Um, And in those circumstances, you know, vouchers for swimming lessons, for Friday lunches and for um, weekend getaways really aren't going to help very much. Well, you're right. It's targeted. I understand that. But it's probably not going to assist those that are at the lower socioeconomic level in the state of New South Wales. And what what I worry about is, yes, obviously, this um, so-called COVID-induced recession uh, has been helped. Uh, well, the recovery certainly has been helped by housing prices in New South Wales. The Great Sydney house price boom is tipped by Treasury to peak late this year with house prices having surged by over 20% during the pandemic. Now, uh, of course, when we talk about a record 23,000 sales across New South Wales in March alone, if you look at the stamp duty revenue generated by that, well, that's obviously great. It puts more money in the uh, the coffers of the uh, the state government, but does it necessarily get a return back to the people of New South Wales? I would have thought if you're making a crap load of money in stamp duty, perhaps you might want to use some of that to build more social housing. But there's nothing, nothing in the budget on social housing here. Look, that's right, Marcus. And, you know, when I talk to um, our member organisations who are frontline services, the number one issue they raise is housing and the affordable housing crisis that's happening right across our state. And, you know, we had the intergenerational report a couple of weeks ago that said if we continue on as we are in coming decades, there'll be 68,000 people over 65 added to the social housing waiting list which is already 50,000 plus. Mm. Um, So we are really in a crisis that is only going to get worse. 
And the one lever that government could pull that would not only stimulate the economy and create jobs, but would also give those who are the most vulnerable in our community the chance of a decent life would have been that substantial investment into social housing. But I think this budget gives us about 100 additional social housing properties and that's, you know, it's not even going to touch the sides. Yeah, see, it's all about priorities. It's all very well to to spend up big, um, you know, on business cases for suburban stadium upgrades and all the rest of it. I would prefer we spend those tens of millions of dollars on building social housing. Yeah, and look, it's really good economic stimulus. It does create jobs. It does support small to medium enterprises right across the state. But it also addresses that problem of widening inequality and it provides those who are really vulnerable, who are really at the margins, with the chance of a decent life. So, you know, it ticks so many boxes and when you've got a big spending budget and, as you say, all that increased revenue through stamp duty, to have invested some of that in social housing would have been fabulous. All right. Well, look, one thing that is a positive, I think, is the extension of uh, the program that allows for free preschool in New South Wales. Is that something that NCOS has welcomed? Absolutely. Look, we know the importance of kids and particularly kids from, um, you know, disadvantaged backgrounds being able to access that early learning um, and be in that kind of environment is um, a, a really great thing. And it also means that women um, are better placed to get back into the workforce. So that is definitely a positive. There were some other positives in there. Um, there's increased funding for child and adolescent mental health response yes. teams. Yes. Um, I think there's 250 packages um, to get rough sleepers off the street and into um, accommodation. Um, so these things are positive and they're very welcome. There's there's a boost in funding to frontline domestic violence services, mm-hmm. you know, which is absolutely crucial. Um, but they're somewhat piecemeal. And I do think it is a missed opportunity to really address that problem of widening inequality um, that we're seeing um, happening across New South Wales. Yeah, well, you're right about the mental health services and credit where it's due. The government is investing a record $10.9 billion over the next four years, including 2.6 this year alone for mental health services to continue important work that supports those in need across the state. Now, the Treasurer announced the funding is a part of the budget. This funding focuses on improving the lives of people living in New South Wales with mental illness by delivering better care both in hospitals and in the community by providing support for individuals, carers and the wider family. Uh, Bronnie Taylor is someone that I've discussed this issue with on a number of levels over the last couple of weeks in particular. Um, But look, it'll be good that there'll be um, safeguards and new adolescent mental health response teams in regional areas, including Griffith, uh, that have suffered from an increase in particularly teenage suicides in the past few years. Absolutely. I think it is a very welcome injection um, in funds. We know that young people during the pandemic, um, that their mental health was particularly affected and that they are very concerned for the future and there are high levels of anxiety as a result. So I think that these child and adolescent mental health response teams 
are a good initiative and particularly in those regional areas where there's been a dire shortage of services. Yep. All right, Joanna, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. We will talk again soon. Thank you. No worries, Marcus. Good to talk to you.